Hello and a very warm welcome to another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up this time, let's say you're the owner-manager of a small company. You want to buy a new car. What are the different ways of purchasing it? And is it more tax efficient to buy your new wheels through the business or pay for it personally? Keep listening and we'll explain all that you need to know. You're listening to Tips and Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes, because we know that your time is precious. The Tips and Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon and Deezer and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher. So you're in the market for a new car. Aside from worrying about the colour and what kind of leather the seats are made of, you want to know what's the most tax-efficient way to pay for it. You've selected three possible vehicles, an electric car with zero emissions, a hybrid with CO2 emissions of 35 grams per kilometre, and a petrol car with CO2 emissions of 100 grams per kilometre. All three have a similar list price of around £40,000. The question is, would it be more tax efficient to buy it through the business or extract the cash from the company and pay for it personally? Well, the most straightforward way to purchase the car is an outright cash purchase. If this is done via the company, it will account for the cost of the car as a fixed asset with the depreciation of the vehicle disallowed for tax purposes, but capital allowances are given instead. If you don't want to part with 40 grand in one go, a higher purchase agreement is a way of acquiring the vehicle without having to pay for it in full on day one. Instead, an upfront deposit is paid, followed by monthly payments with ownership passing on payment of the final instalment. The good news here is that as the car is purchased in instalments, an element of interest is included within the monthly payments, which is deductible for corporation tax purposes. As an HP agreement is for the purchase of a vehicle, the company will again account for the actual £40,000 cost of the car as a fixed asset, with capital allowances given instead of depreciation. A finance lease is similar to an HP agreement in that an upfront deposit is paid followed by monthly instalments and also the car is recorded as an asset on the balance sheet. However, it differs in one fundamental way. The ownership of the car for tax purposes does not pass to the lessee and therefore capital allowances cannot be claimed. Therefore, as no capital allowances are available, a unique situation arises where the depreciation charged in the accounts is allowable for tax. Now, where a car has CO2 emissions of 50 grams per kilometre, 15% of the lease payments, both the interest charge and depreciation, is disallowed in the tax computation. And finally, it's worth noting that a contract hire agreement is effectively the rental of the car for a short period where the car is handed back at the end of the term. All payments under the lease go through the profit and loss account and are allowable for tax. The same 15% restriction applies on cars with CO2 emissions over 50 grams per kilometre. 
So, after considering the options, you decide that an outright cash purchase is the most straightforward and will prove more cost-efficient in the long run. So, what are the tax tax implications of purchasing through the company compared with personally? Let's look again at capital allowances. Now, the rate of allowances available will depend on the CO2 emissions of the chosen vehicle. Electric cars with zero emissions will qualify for a first-year allowance of 100%, meaning full tax relief in the year of purchase. Cars with CO2 emissions of 1 to 50 grams per kilometre will go into the main rate pool and receive writing down allowances of 18%. And cars with CO2 emissions over 50 grams per kilometre will go into the special rate pool with writing down allowances of 6%. Only new and unused electric cars receive the 100% first year allowance. Secondhand electric cars will go into the main pool. From a corporation tax perspective, therefore, it will be more tax efficient to acquire the electric vehicle as tax relief for the full value of the car will be received in year one. But what about from an income tax point of view? As you'll be using the car for private purposes, a benefiting kind will arise. Again, the rate of tax will depend on the CO2 emissions of the car. And in the case of hybrid vehicles, it will also depend on the range the car can travel on its electric battery alone. The benefiting kind will be employment income subject to income tax. Now, electric cars with zero emissions will be charged at 2% of list price. Hybrid cars can be as low as 2% if their electric range exceeds 130 miles, but as high as 14% if the electric range is less than 30 miles. The hybrid, which you are considering, has an electric range of 42 miles and therefore will be charged at 8% of list price. The petrol car with CO2 emissions of 100 grams per kilometre will be charged at a whopping 25% of list price. Now, it's important to note that the percentages have been frozen until the 24-25 tax year, at which point they will rise 1% each year from 6th of April 2025 to 5th of April 2028. Given the tax advantages available for electric vehicles, you've decided to go for the zero emissions car. How will purchasing through the company be beneficial? Well, in order to demonstrate the net cash benefit of purchasing through the car, let's assume that the company has £100,000 of taxable profit each year after paying a salary to you equal to the personal allowance and that you extract all the after-tax profit as a dividend. If you buy the car personally, you'll be left with net cash of £20,691. Whereas if the car is bought via the company, your net cash will increase to £40,853. Some advice here, and that is that, of course, the benefiting kind charge is annual and tends to increase. For higher emission vehicles, the tax charges may eventually eclipse the upfront savings, so it's important to look at the position over several years. So in summary, when looking at the upfront tax relief, Purchasing outright via the company is likely to be the most efficient option. However, don't forget the annual benefiting kind charge for the com- will don't forget that the annual benefiting kind charge for the company car will erode the savings over time. For cars with higher emissions figures, this may mean the company route is more expensive in the long run. Anyway, we hope that you found this information helpful if you're considering buying a new car and On the basis of that, you're able to mitigate the possible tax effects. 
Can you believe it? We've reached the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back again very soon with even more incisive advice that you can apply to your business on a daily basis. But for now, thank you for sharing your time with us and goodbye. You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk.